morning. This is Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, March the 22nd, 2021. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are Samak, Tav, and Shin. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the spirit of understanding and the spirit of might. The declaration today reads this, Let us be formed to the express image of Yahweh. Tav encourages us to go into the depths that we may mark the paths for those to follow. The place of action where peace destroys chaos and is consumed. I love the declaration today because in talking about Samak specifically, we're talking about this place of being formed into the express image of Yahweh. And you know, that that says a lot right there. When we, when we think about the express image of Yahweh, what does that really mean? Does that mean we all have to look the same? Does that mean that we are all looking to to be and respond and to act and to be and to do exactly the same things? You know, when I've I've talked about Yahweh, one analogy and a metaphor that Yahweh has given me about about him has been this diamond of Yahweh. And in this diamond of Yahweh, Yahweh begins to show us how Each one of us are facets on this diamond. We are the one new man that is comprised fully of him. You see, inside of this diamond, there's the light of Yahweh in the very center. And it's his light that shines and reflects and refracts amongst all the other facets from the inside of the diamond. And in that place, the straight white light of Yahweh shoots against that facet. And when it does, it refracts, and it refracts into the seven colors of the rainbow, if you will, the seven spirits of the Lord. And then that begins to bounce off of the other facets. But that is true of every single facet. Do you get what I'm saying? You see, that same light shines and hits every one of the facets, the straight right white light of Yahweh. And, and then, then it breaks up into the seven colors. But what makes the brilliant dance, the, what makes the beauty of a diamond begin to explode is the, is the burst of color when you begin to see that refraction of the light as it bounces from that facet of, of, of the diamond. And you are that facet. So, you know, when we say, let us be formed to the express image of Yahweh, do you realize that that you are a very unique facet of him? I love the fact that the, the word facet itself has the word face in it because you are the express image of Yahweh's face that is you. You know, the other day we were in Louisiana and I was we were speaking at a conference and one of the things that I was talking about was the fact that do you realize that that with the fullness of who Yahweh is in each and every one of us, now, I was saying this from the perspective of the treasury rooms and how when Yahweh first showed me the treasury rooms, I thought they were the treasury rooms of heaven. And then later he came back and he kind of chuckled. He said, uh, you thought that was all of the treasury rooms? He goes, no, that's just your treasury room. But Father, it's beyond anything that I could ever think, see or imagine. Yeah, but it's yours. And it's begun to make me think a little bit about this because Just like in this place of being the express image of Yahweh, you see, Yahweh is so vast. His beauty is so vast. His love for us and his and his expression that is uniquely us is so vast that I could spend an eternity just trying to look like him. Now, 
How do I do that? Well, it's in that place of me sitting together with him, talking with him, to spend time with him, that place of intimacy. You know, when you see a husband and wife when they've been married for a long time, many times they begin to fin- to, to finish their own sentences and finish each other's sentences. And in some ways, they even begin to look a little bit alike. They begin to act alike. They have very similar, although they're very unique, they're very similar. Why? Because of the depth of intimacy. And that's exactly what's going on in that time of, of spending our time with him and, and looking into his face and becoming what we behold. Because in that becoming, we are becoming that express image. That is why Tav encourages us to go into the depths that we may mark the path for those to follow. Why? Well, Tav talks about that is a place of, of completion. It's a place of finishing. So when you see Tav in a letter, whether depending upon which position it's in, and really it doesn't even matter which position it's in, in that Hebrew word, when you're looking at it, it talks about the place of a completion or a finishing, a fullness, if you will. Or in another way, it means a mark, like the mark of the Holy Ghost, the mark of the Father, the mark of who we are as sons. You know, I, I hate this more than anything, and that's being called a Christian and believe it or not, even sometimes a mystic. You know, I, I, I would rather not be called a mystic or a Christian or this or that or give me any, or what any other, any other title that you may want to give me. There's only one title that I ever wanted, and that is that of a son. Thank you, Apostle Aaron Smith, because he taught me that over the years that we've been here at Gates of Zion here in Mobile. And, and, and I began to realize that is exactly right. That is the place of who I'm meant to be. A son, not anything else. And that includes a mystic, even though I look towards the more of the mystical aspects of Yahweh's word. And I see the not only the depth, but the beauty and the, the fullness and the promises that are hidden behind what I used to call, uh, stay away from that kind of thing. You see what I mean? So Tav encourages to go into those depths. Why? Because in the depths of Koshek, the veils begin to be rent. We rend the veils of religion and and falsehood and hate and discontent and, and doubt. And we rip those out. Wait a minute. Yeshua rent the veil in two when he died on the cross. Yes, he did. He rent the veil that was between, that Yahweh had placed between God and man. And he rent that veil in two. So now there's openness that, that we can see straight into the face of God. He, he allowed us that place into the holy of holies through his blood on the cross. Yes, he absolutely did that. But there are still veils that remain. And the only veils that remain, this is what Yahweh himself told me when I was talking to him. He said, Daniel, the only veils that still remain are the veils that you placed up, the veils that you put up. It says that I can't act or be or do a certain way. This is Yahweh speaking to me, that I can't do certain things because that's not the way that I normally do things. Who put me in that box, says Yahweh? Who boxed me? Who placed me in this place where I can't go but through certain ways because the denomination or the or the religion, or the doctrine, or the this, says that it has to be that way. I can come through any way that I choose. I came through a donkey. I can come through any way that I choose. You see, there's the place of us 
as we begin to look into the face of the Father and become what we behold, that it, it lights a fire in those that are around us because they see us. They see the light of the Father inside of us. But not only that, are you willing to turn around and recognize the light and the fire of Almighty Yahweh in someone else? Are you able to look past the exterior and say, hey, I see who you really are because I see the light of Yahweh and the one I want to talk to is the light of Yahweh inside of you. Your responses are irrelevant, except through honor. Now, there's a place of honor. Don't get me wrong, but you, you get what I'm trying to say. The, the, the responses that they may give us are irrelevant because we're addressing the Father and we can speak to the Father in them. And in doing so, we are marking the paths for those to follow, for those to follow along with us to say, hey, I see Yahweh in everything. I see Yahweh in each other. I see Yahweh in all these places that we were told that he couldn't be. You see, he's beginning to reveal himself and he has revealed himself. The truth is, is that the, 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 the revelation has already happened. What has been the problem is our own veils the veils that we put up. And guess who's responsible for tearing down those veils? We are. It is our responsibility to tear down those those veils. Yahweh has, Yahweh has given me that story. Now, one there was one instance when, when Yahweh told me, I will tear down this veil for you. Even though you placed it up, I will tear down this veil for you. So there are times that he may sovereignly come in and tear that veil open to allow you to see past but most of the time, it's my responsibility to tear down those veils. And that's the responsibility and the focus that I take. I need to tear down those veils. As they become manifest, Father, let me rip them in two so that I can see the fullness of you who you are. Because see, this is the place of action where peace destroys the chaos. The curtain, the veil is more like the chaos. And in renting that veil and seeing the full light of Yahweh again, face to face, the peace that passes all understanding is full and we are consumed by is peace.